Well, today I want to share around what did I learn in 2020. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be really honest with you. 2020 for me was a bit of a mixed bag. Uh, it had some good moments. It had some bad moments. It had some random moments. Uh, but overall, it was a bit of, it was a bit of a a bit of a crazy year. And I'm sure all of you would agree with me that 2020 wasn't the year that you expected, and it was a year full of all these different moments. Um, some random things that happened in 2020 that you might not know of. Uh, in 2020, a court in America ruled that Subway bread isn't real bread, um, which makes me wonder, what is it? Um, but Subway bread isn't real bread. Um, in 2020, a puppy was born uh, with green fur and almost broke the internet. Megxit happened, that rocked the royal family, so Prince Harry and Vegan went to Canada. Uh, people became obsessed with Tiger King in 2020. Tiger King was 2020. <laughs> Some people were like, yeah, come on. Other people were like, oh, no. Um, people became obsessed with panic buying toilet paper in 2020, a uh, number of points. Um, some sad moments for me in 2020 was uh, no sport. Uh, I love to watch sport. It's something that I love to do to watch and chill out, have a barbecue going, have the sport going on in the background. Brings me great, great joy. But for most of this year, we hadn't had much sport to watch. And uh, actually, this has kind of made me sad. My wife, Shekinah, was rejoicing at the fact that there was no sport. So, you know, it depends who you are. A sad moment for me throughout this year was a number of times was I, I miss my church family. Uh, I actually love the house of God. I, I do what I do, not because it's my paid job, but because I believe with every fiber in my heart that the house of God is the answer to every human problem. Uh, Sundays in my household aren't challenging days. It isn't a problematic day. It isn't an inconvenient day. Sundays is a fun day. It's a day where we get to come into the house of God and worship and sing together, to hear the Word of God together. But most importantly, I love my church family to get to see people's faces and to see how people are going, to give a big hug to people. Uh, I love that. And I just remember in lockdown, there were moments where I just felt like, you know, I really just miss being in church with my church family. Um, another, probably a sad moment, or it was a sad moment, not probably, a sad moment for me, and it was probably one of the hardest moments for the year, was my pop passing. And uh, he's in New Zealand. And I couldn't be there. It was a hard moment. It was a hard moment. But the year was also filled with some joyous moments. Some moments that brought me a lot of joy. One thing that I loved about this year, and one good thing about being in lockdown, was I was home a lot more. I wasn't out as many nights. 
I wasn't attending conferences. I didn't have to travel as much throughout this year. So I was home a lot more. And we have a, a wonderful little girl. She's just over one now. And uh, one, of my, one of my favorite things was I would be working in our home office working away, doing emails and bits, of, bits and pieces like that. And almost 10 o'clock every morning, like clockwork, for smoke break, I would hear this random slap on the door and it was our little girl and mum was behind her with coffee and we would come in, uh, they would come in and she would sit on my lap and we would just, um, we would just hang out. That is probably gonna be one of the most warmest moments for me in 2020. Um, just having my little girl come and sit on my lap 10 o'clock in the morning most days in lockdown and just spending time together. Uh, Another happy moment for me was when we relaunched our services here on site. And I know Melbourne did that a couple weeks ago. Uh, But one thing, we had a, a night of prayer and worship and I just remember coming in and it was so wonderful just to see and hear, uh, just to see people. It's like, oh my God, people! <laughs> I'm an introvert, so that means something. Um, and just to see people. And I just, I just, I just remember the feeling when the, the band just started to sing songs of praise and worship to God. And I just remember hearing all the voices of everyone around me singing. I just remember going, ah, oh, this is such a warm, happy moment for me. Uh, personally, for Shekinah and I, a happy moment for us was uh, to finally be in a position to buy our first home. Uh, after sacrificing holidays and doing years of saving a deposit, finally getting to a point where the banks are like, yes, you, uh, we, we, we are happy for you to have a mortgage. And there's mixed feelings around that, so... <laughs> But that was a happy moment for us to see that breakthrough happen in our life. But I'm going to be honest with you, in March when lockdown began, this, this is what happened in Queensland, I found myself in moments battling with anxiety. Just moments, not living in, in, in this anxious state, but just moments where I felt anxious. Thoughts of my family, is my family going to be Okay. Like, is my family going to be okay with all this going on? Is my extended family going to be okay? A lot of our extended family have health challenges and so are high risk. So are, is our extended family going to be okay? I had fears around my own well. I, for years, I have struggled with asthma. And I've been on a, an amazing health journey where I, my breathing's the best it's ever been in my entire life. But in, in March, I was like, wow. You know, if you really look at everything, it's like, this is a respiratory thing. Um, Am I going to be okay? I was worried about our finances. Our finances. We had worked so hard to save a deposit for a house and gather our funds together. But I was worried about, well, you know, with everything going on, will I, will I, um, will I lose income? Will I be in? Uh, will I lose income? Will we have to access that money to help support us through this season? That put that put there. That put um, some angst in my heart. I was actually worried for our little girl, Abby, 
She, if you've seen Abby, you can understand she is a complete social butterfly. And, but I was worried about, I just, I just remember I had a friend who, whose parents owned a mango farm in remote Australia somewhere. And he, he, the first time he actually saw people outside of his family um, out on this remote farm was when he was six years old. And I remember him telling me the story about how he freaked out because he didn't know other humans existed. And for some reason, I attached that story to my little girl. Hey, as we go into lockdown and she's not going to see people as often, she's not going to be connecting with people as often. Is she going to just get all these social fears and anxieties? Is she going to freak out when she sees people? These were the things that were going through my mind. Maybe some of these thoughts are the thoughts that you've had this year. But even though it was a big year and with moments of angst, low moments, high moments, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm finishing off 2020 with my spirit more alive and more connected to God than ever before. You see, despite what was already mentioned, when I was put into the situations where I was totally beyond my control, my only option was to run to the one who was in complete control, God. If you were to ask me what I learned in 2020, if you were to really ask me to sum it up in one line, I would say I learned to run to our Heavenly Father in every season. I learned to run to the one who is in complete control, no matter what's going on in the world. I learned to run to the one who can give me the true strength in every season to battle on and to rise above my circumstances. I learned to run to the one who gives me true peace and gives me true joy, regardless of what's happening to me. I learned to run to God. And I think this is a powerful thing for every single one of us uh, as believers that if we are battling, if we are struggling, we do not need to do it alone, but we have this amazing gift and opportunity to run to our Father, a Father with open arms who will give us exactly what we need in the situation that we're facing. So how do we run to God? Well, we need to trust God. To run to God, we first need to have we first need to say in our hearts, I actually trust God. Um, I am not a trusting person. I don't know why. I am not very much a trusting person. Maybe it was some childhood trauma. Maybe someone broke my trust in the journey and I've just kind of said I, I struggle trusting people. You ever played that trusting exercise where you stand up on a table and you fall back and people catch you? Um, I'm the person that will find the video of the person being dropped and tell people this is why I don't trust you because you will drop me. Um, but I realized by the start of this year as I was battling with all these anxieties and fears and thoughts and bits and pieces going through my head, I started to ask myself this key question, do I really trust God? The question was echoing in my mind. Do I really trust God? And I'll be honest with you, the automatic response 
the seasoned Christian for 16 years, Pastor Josh's response was, yep, yep, sure, sure. Uh, I, of course I trust God. But to be, to be completely honest, in my heart was, I trust God, but. There was a part of me that needed to keep in control. And what I came to realize is that I trusted more in my own ability than I trusted in God's ability. See, I would trust God when I had to trust God. But really, one of the amazing things about Christianity and our faith is that we don't need to trust God when we need to trust God. We can trust God from the very get-go and from the very beginning. In Proverbs chapter 3, it says this, Trust the Lord with all your heart, all your heart. Everyone say all. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will make uh, straight your paths. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Not some of your heart. Not when you feel like it. But with all your heart. What this verse is saying to us, what this verse is saying to us is that when we choose to trust God, when we actually choose to trust Him and surrender every area of our life with, to Him, that we will step into a place of deep intimacy with God, that we would discover uh, a connection with Him like we've never done before. So this was the journey God was taking me on. Trust Him, trust Him. How do I trust Him? After praying, on, after praying and pondering on this question, do I really trust God? I decided to do some, exor uh, some exercises during my prayer time. Not physical exercises, um, but some spiritual exercises. <laughs> I decided that I would surrender everything. I decided I'd open myself up to God. I decided that, you know what, every burden, everything that was making me anxious, I was just going to give it to Him. I said, God, this is yours. Every insecurity that I was facing, every mucky, horrible thought that I might have been thinking, I was like, you know what, God, I'm just going to give it to you. And you know what I found was that I didn't discover rejection. I didn't dis discover shame or guilt. I didn't discover um, confusion, but it actually led to this amazing encounter with God, this amazing encounter with the Holy Spirit like I've never felt before. It absolutely undid me. Um, every time I got up to speak, I was practically crying. The, our interns on team called, started calling me the weeping pastor because of what God had done in my heart. And it was in that moment that I felt God's love and presence like I had never felt before. It was in that moment that I had felt this peace, this all-calming peace in the midst of chaos like never before. And you know what? I felt these, I felt these things in moments with God. I had felt these things as I've prayed before. I had felt these things as I had responded to altar calls. I had felt these things as I had people prayed for me. I'd felt all these things, 
But this was different because it didn't leave me. I was, I found I was walking with this peace. I was walking with this joy. I was walking with this love just sitting on my heart like never before. It was gone. I had stepped into a more deeper and more intimate place with Him. You know, what a great thought would that be for 2021, that there was the year that you set the goal to go, you know what, I'm going to go deeper. I'm going to be more, have a more intimate relationship with Jesus. You know, I, one thing I love about God is that He is all-powerful. And though we've got uh, the Bible and all these amazing experiences with Him, we don't fully comprehend Him. And this is one thing I've learned over my journey with God is that He has always got more to give. There's always more love. There's always more peace. There is always more joy. There is always more hope. There's always more freedom. He has more of that to give than we can actually ever fathom in, my, in our minds. The next part of this verse is, the verse then follows and says, Do not lean on your own understanding. I didn't like this verse because I, I read it wrong. I read this verse wrong. Do not lean on your own understanding. Because I read it as if like you need to blindly follow God. You need to blindly follow Him. And I'm like, well, God gave me a brain to not blindly follow anything. So why would I blindly follow Him? And... But I actually had read this verse all completely wrong. You see, it's good to read books that develop our faith. It's good to listen to podcasts. It's good to read and study the Word of God. But there is an element of God that can only be experienced out of intimacy with Him. And one of the traps that we can all fall into, and you know, maybe this is a part of my story of the trap that I've fallen into in my Christian journey is that I had confined God into a box of like, this is what God can do. This is who God is. This is what He has for my life. I started to lean on my own understanding of what I thought God was, who God is, and what He could do. But as I began to remove those thoughts as I began to remove those shackles of this is who God is, this is what He can do, I began to find more and more that the, uh, more and more I've discovered that an awe of God and His bigness. I want to tell you today that you can have the exact same experience that I've had. God isn't a distant. Or far away, He isn't fickle or confusing, but He is a loving Father that sees us, that knows us, that cares for us, that wants to protect us. But most importantly, He is a Father that we can trust with all our heart, with our whole heart. And I'm going to invite the band up right now. But all I, I want us to take a moment today to do the exercise that I had done as a part of my quiet time. And if you're watching online this morning, uh, you can do it exactly where you are. You're not limited to being in this room. But it was to open up my heart to God. 
to surrender the things to Him. You know, today in this place, making a decision to trust God, what aren't you willing to trust God with? Do you trust God with your finances? Do you trust God with your health? Do you trust God with your family? Do you trust God with your children? Do you trust God with your marriage? Do you trust God with your pain? Do you trust God with your insecurities, your fears? Do you trust God with your doubts? Do you trust God with all your heart? And I know this in my heart as we do this today. I know that the presence of God is gonna fill each and every single one of us. I know the presence of God is gonna touch our lives. I know that we're going to go into a more intimate and deeper place with God. So I'd love, to, I'd love everyone to stand where you are right now. If you're watching online, I'd love for you to stand up right where you are as well if you can. I just want you to hold your hands out to God right now. Just close your eyes and wait on Him. And just begin to surrender those things. Begin to Give those things to God. I thank you, Father, that you are a good Father. And Lord, that we can trust you with all our heart. And Lord God, right now, we surrender everything to you. We surrender everything to you. We put our full trust, our full hope in you today, God. Lord, that fear that we've been carrying, we surrender to You. Those insecurities we've been struggling with, we surrender it. We give it to You right now, Father. That pain we've been carrying, we give it to You. That problem teenager that's gone astray, we give to You. That struggling marriage, we give to You. That sickness we've been battling, we give to You right now, Father. Fill us, Lord. 
with your love, your peace. Jesus' name, amen, amen. Come on, let's give God some praise in this place today. Who feels the presence of God in this place? Hey, I just want to encourage you, if, if this message has really spoken to you today, uh, you can do that exact same thing uh, every day as a part of your quiet time. And as you do, I believe... Uh, little bit by little bit, God is just going to reveal Himself to you more and more. Awesome. Hey, let's, um, let's thank God for what He's done in this place this morning.